Ice up, son. Ice up. Welcome back to Mike Up Son, the season finale. We are on the precipice of the Super Bowl. Uh, very excited because not only is it Dustin and Brandon and Bush as always, but we also have our friend Jared here to chime in on the NFL. Jared, do you want to talk about your fandom here? Give me, give, give me, give me 30 seconds on your fandom. Uh, big Raiders fan. Uh, obviously, we're not going to be talking much about them right now, but <laughs> I'm here to help wherever I can. And but you're from California. You're from California, they were the LA Raiders when I grew up there. Now I've moved a couple times since, but yeah. So makes our uh, season finale extra special as you're streaming us on Netflix or however many millions of you out there around the world are uh, tuning into the last episode of season one of Mike Up Son. <laughs> <laughs> And we have an incredible show for you that we've spent a lot of time planning. <laughs> so, so much time. So let's just dive into it. Uh, what we have is a pretty excellent postseason, right? I mean, I think anybody that likes football has had a blast these past few weekends, even if your team yeah. didn't do well. So um, I'm just going to start with Dustin, sort of thoughts, highlights, bright spots for you, things you've enjoyed about these playoffs so far. Yeah, uh, I mean, just all these games coming down to the wire, uh, so many walk-off field goals. Um, just my favorite is the the Bengals kicker, Duke, running by his teammates, being like, "Looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game." <laughs> and just going out and belting it out. I, I haven't seen anything, but I hope he says something similar when he, when he kicked another game-winning field goal this past weekend against the Chiefs. Apparently, he's a rookie too. Yeah, and he's a rookie, and he's having rookie. like the best postseason um, kicker like shit ever. Like is uh, I think was it Vinatieri had was went fourteen of fifteen one year. This dude's at like thirteen of thirteen or fourteen of fourteen already. And yeah, he hasn't missed yet. Yeah, not even including what's going to happen. You know, in the Super Bowl. Knock so. on wood for him. So Don't just, want to just the kid. maybe just, and we'll come back. But maybe Brandon, like another thought on the Super, uh, not the Super Bowl, on the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, thank you. I, I've, I honestly can't remember watching a better series of games aside from Wild Card Weekend. That was a bunch of blowouts. That was that was kind of tough to watch in some spots. Um, I did. Uh, Sorry for all of my cowboy friends out there. I thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> whatever the hell that was Dak did. Let's run down the middle and slide with no time left and then get up and hand the ball to my center and then get mad at the referee for it, for coming back to spot the ball. If everybody could just hand the ball to their center and spot it where they wanted it to be spotted... You'd well, always have a first down. Every play would be a first down. That's crazy. So I don't want to hear about the refs on that one. That was a bonehead play by Dak, and you got to know better when you're a pro. So another... Pretty good Cowboys quarterback fucks it up in the playoffs for him. So what else is new? But other than that, there has been a ton of great games. It's been every weekend just down to the wire, overtime games, crazy performances. Like I, I'm, if the Super Bowl can live up to what we've seen so far, this is about to be crazy. The most, the game you enjoyed the most as our guest here, I'm sure. Was the was the Las Vegas Cincinnati game? If you want to elaborate oh. on what a great game that was, we came so close, so <laughs> close. But I'm a big Joe Joe Burrow fan. That was the main takeaway from these playoffs so far. He's gotten there way earlier than anyone expected, and I'm pulling for him. He what nine sacks against the Titans, 
Still won the game. Come back against the Chiefs. He got sacked seven times against the Chiefs, I think. Seven times against the Chiefs. So, yeah. I mean, he's just... Still came back. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. On his yeah. back. But, I mean, so that... And that brings us in a beautiful way to what might be the best game I can remember watching was that uh, that Chiefs-Bills game. And the, perform- that was incredible. the performance by Josh Allen becoming a household name... Um, Unfucking! I know there's a lot of debate about the way the game ended. I was intoxicated and I was texting with the guys afterwards and pissed that Allen didn't get touched the ball again. And Brandon very calmly pointed out to me that his defense really let him down there. Right. I mean, that's really the problem. Is that I, mean, I, I can see some rules tweaking. I mean, yeah, get perhaps. It. But you have to make but a defensive really, stop. I mean, that football team let Josh Allen down. Yeah, but also Cincinnati went to overtime with them. Lost the coin toss. Made a stop. Made a stop. Won the game. Well, Won the game. Well, so. the pick, so... Defense. Part yeah. of the game. Part of the game. But all of that shows that it wasn't something that necessarily needs to be addressed, right? Because of that, it kind of proves that as much as it sucked to not get to watch Allen have another drive... No, fuck that. I mean, I get what you're saying. Shit happens and it could go either way. But no, I feel like each... If it goes to overtime... Each team should get the chance to touch the ball at least once. I agree with that. I have no problem with that either. I just mean that Brandon was right when he said, look, as much as it sucks for the audience that you didn't get to see Allen touch the ball, that defense fucking blew it. And, and Number further, one for, defense in the league, by the way. Been, furthermore, yes, furthermore it should have but, never even gotten to overtime because their defense blew it and let them go down the right. field 13 in 13 seconds. seconds. Right. 13 seconds. Didn't squib kick it. Didn't squib kick it. To run time off the clock. Left first Travis of all, Kelsey wide open running yeah. down the scene. Yeah. First of all, didn't squib kick it. Then left Travis wide open. Like, they're regarding the fucking sidelines on that play for some fucking reason. Well, because they would The Chiefs had three timeouts. They didn't need the goddamn sideline. They could have thrown it anywhere. Guess where they threw it? Right up the fucking middle where he's open. Yeah, Which apparently Travis told, the, the the word that came out was that Travis told um, uh, Mahomes. He's like, like do, it, do it. Do it. Play. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm not gonna run. Well, Depending there was on a the coverage. Blo- I'm not gonna run that route. Yeah, exactly. There was a blown coverage on that play too. The dude that was supposed to be on Kelsey just like completely whipped. No, oh, yeah, he was wide open. I hate Kansas City as a Raiders fan. The fact that he was just like, do it, do it, do like, it, do it, <laughs> like before he snapped the ball. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. <laughs> we'll definitely drop that audio in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely incredible. And you know as. It was it was for McDermott who took all that heat after the game where everybody was sucking Belichick's dick after the game in the snow. The snow game, yeah. And everybody was like, Wow, did you get out coached, Coach McDermott? And he was like, I'm not really ready to say that I got out coached today. And then they whooped their ass. They beat the brakes yeah. off them boys. And you know, you love to see it. <laughs> Twice, though. They came back at the end of the season yeah. and beat him as well, and then beat him in the But playoffs. then, the irony is is that McDermott really, for whatever reason, that staff did not get it done defending against Mahomes there. Yeah. Is, I'm going to put that on the but, coaching, honestly, at the end of that the, game. The, the defensive play calling. Yeah, was how not, they were set up, just, yeah. They were that's playing, that cost them the game. They were playing... To not to lose instead of to win, right? And as a Wolfpack fan, I can tell you over many, many years <laughs> of heartbreak, that's how not many how you games play. did we almost lose playing prevent defense during the Ron Rivera era? Oh my era. god! Oh my god, man! Yeah. So for a Panther-centric podcast, we're not going to talk about the Panthers much today because, frankly, 
Not in the playoffs. Not part of the Super Bowl. <laughs> long way from the Super Bowl. No offense. Not we will get around close. to them. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going to get to the NFC South here in a little bit. Um, not before we talk about some happenings with Hall of Fame quarterbacks and the debate therein. Um, I feel like we should just go ahead. And Are we going to do that or do Super Bowl predictions first? Let's do the Super Bowl predictions. So let's go around. So we'll go the other way. I'm going to start with Jared, then to me, then Brandon, then Dustin. All right. Well, as much as I want Cincinnati to win, even though they knocked my beloved Raiders out, uh, that offensive line is not going to hold up against Aaron Donald and Von Miller. There's no way he's going to get sacked that many times again and still pull out a win. I don't think it's going to happen. So I'm going to have to go with L.A. on that one. And I have to agree with you and say that without being too bleak, I'm I'm concerned that Burrow with a knee injury in his young, promising career, that he doesn't come out of that game maimed somehow. I hope not. Right? I mean, that's that's my that that's how you can infer my prediction of the of the outcome of that game. There's a ton of pressure on McVeigh and Stafford to do it in this tight window. Um, which there's almost no pressure on the Bengals after what they've accomplished, Not right? They're playing with house money. But the problem is is that if he can't stay upright, if he gets hit 9, 10, 11 times, you can fucking forget it. There's no way. Yeah. And, and, I, and I agree. Like I, I think I mentioned earlier, I, I don't think I was, maybe I was talking to somebody else, but uh, it reminds me a lot of the uh, Panthers Super Bowl against the Broncos. I mean, you know, we had a very talented offensive team, but our weakness was our O-line. And, and yes, the Bengals have addressed their O-line, but they're not quite there yet. They're still building it. And obviously, building it has helped them out with being where they are now. Burrow's got a little bit more time, but he's still getting hit too much. He hasn't seen a defense like he's about to see in the Super Bowl. No. These, these boys are animals. And I... You got sacked seven times against the Chiefs, nine or ten times against the Titans, and this defense is built with sack machines. I mean, I just I see him hitting him early. I see him hitting him often, and I think it's going to do the same thing that it did that the Broncos did to us back in that Super Bowl. And I, I, I just can't, I, I'm with you. I hope he stays healthy, but I can't see him winning it. I I think it's going to be Rams. I think I call Rams like twenty seven to nineteen. So, first of all, you're, you're wrong about the, the 15 team. Our, our O-line that year was a top five O-line, which was not a weakness for our team. It was definitely but, but we got blown up by a historically great defensive team. Right, but it was still a weakness. Von Miller, who is on this Rams team. Yeah, who's also much older and not True. what he used to be. Coming off the edge while they're having a double-team Aaron Donald. And, and again, we just watched their whole O-line get blown up two games in a row. And you know what they did to a lot of success? Was they threw they threw a lot of great screen plays, and something interesting that I read actually was like, you know, it because their O line is so bad, it makes you wonder, you know, when these D linemen are getting through there, do they think they're actually getting a sack, or are they even contemplating it being a screen play because they're just used to blowing up that fucking line every play? It doesn't matter whether the line is actually pulling or not, which may actually help their screen game even better, but. Um, I would. I mean, if I had to bet money on it, I would take the Rams. That yes, the defense is better. Um, the offenses, I would say, are probably evenly matched. What and, what what does a Burrow led Bengals Super Bowl victory look like? The same way the last two victories have looked like: getting sacked a lot, a lot of successful screen plays, coming 
through in the clutch, making uh, the coaching uh, staff make, making good adjustments at halftime. Did you see the difference between the first and the second half in those two games? Oh, it was crazy. Insane. Kansas City insane. scored three points the second half. Absolutely they came insane. back with field goals. Like they came back with field one touchdown, I think, is all they had to come back with in the rest and of the And ultimately goals, yeah. I think it comes down to a fucking uh McPherson fucking field goal. Him marching out into the field being like, Well, guess we won the Super Bowl, boys. Yeah. And then kicking it through the upper. He might be my favorite kicker in the league now. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't see how we can leave it anywhere other than there. Um But we're unanimously picking the Rams. Well, if we have to put cash money on it, but there like is... Like the boys, you just put the logo up in front of us. Rams, Rams, Look, I'm pulling for Rams. Cincinnati. We all, I mean, we're we all pulling for Cincinnati. <laughs> but I don't think that we're going to be able like, to I mean, look, there's two Wolfpack. Uh, well, Pat shit. Crows. I didn't think that Cincinnati had any chance against the Chiefs. No. Um, and, and the Titans, sure, I thought maybe they could squeeze that one out. And, I mean, and your boy, Pack Pro, B.J. Hill, with that tip ball that he intercepted, the defensive lineman that intercepted off uh, Patrick Mahomes. Hashtag, hashtag pack pros. And, and not to mention the um, <laughs> the linebacker Jermaine Pratt. I mean, he's been having a hell of a season. He uh, ruined our also Raiders with Pratt. that uh, last season. Yeah, he was one in that game. Guys up. Yeah. And the fact that the Raiders were in that game and we were a pretty mediocre team somehow made the playoffs this year through all the shit we went through this year. But Well, you didn't really go through any turmoil. Oh, no, none at all. Not much. Yeah. Just uh, a couple couple little things. Regular stuff. <laughs> as good as this is, we got to keep the show going. I'm going to leave this on. Hashtag Pack Pro. Shout out to Sports Channel 8. Let's go Bengals. And good luck, boys. Um, good luck indeed. All right. Next segment is with Tom Brady's retirement. We are at the end of an era, right? There's no arguing it. So let's talk about the guys in the last 20 years who defined, who were the faces of the NFL, who defined the NFL, who won Super Bowls in the NFL, or who could have won Super Bowls in different franchise situations. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to give you first crack to talk about somebody, I don't know who you might pick, to talk about um, the Hall of Fame worthiness of somebody in... Well, this era of the NFL. Okay, well, personally, first of all, I mean, you know, Tom's going down as the goat of stats. Um, and, I, I mean, I, I can't say the goat in general. I just I won't do it. I'll still give him second place. He's but, had the greatest career. But he's, he's had a, a hell of a career. A hell of a career. I'll still take Montana in the clutch over Brady. So that's not, just, he's that's, like the Bill Russell, like in NBA. Yes. In my opinion, but I know whatever. I know I'm on the losing side of that argument, but I'll still stand my ground and never stop Dustin. We all know that you think Cam Newton's better than Tom too, so it's fine. You know, let's not be crazy. But anyway, anyway, so with Tom retiring now, that's Brady gone, Roethlisberger gone, Peyton Manning been gone. Eli Manning, been gone, and Rivers retired last year. Andrew? And Drew Brees. Yes. So that those guys for most of the two thousands and even up until just, you know, this year, were the guys that were you were looking at. You know, they they've killed it. And I personally I think all of them are all hall all of them are Hall of Fame definites. Like I, I don't see you can leave any of them out. Obviously, Brady's at the top. You got Peyton, obviously one of the greatest of all time. Drew as well. And then you've got Rivers, Eli, and Roethlisberger. Well, Roethlisberger's a lock. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're they're all in there, but I don't think that either uh, none of them are as obvious as the first three. 
You don't even really need to say anything about that. But, I mean, everybody says Eli's going to get in because he got his two rings. And, obviously, Roethlisberger's probably a lock. And I will argue all day long that Phillip Rivers should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm. The guy is literally top five in most statistics. How many Super Bowl appearances did he have? Oh, so Dan Marino's not a... a How many MVPs did he get? So Dan Marino's not a Hall of Famer? Dan Marino never won MVP? He might have won one MVP. Oh, he might have got an MVP. Oh, okay, but still. Oh, okay. Well, we're talking about numbers, right? <laughs> when Dan Marino was playing... He Phillip was like Rivers, the greatest Phillip, shit that ever happened. Phillip Rivers. Nobody ever watched Philip Rivers play and be like, oh, he's the greatest quarterback of fucking all time. Well, the game was different. I'm not saying that he's better than Dan. I still take Dan over Philip right now. Well, I mean, if Dan could become a young man again. But, <laughs> but, but the thing is, when everybody always wants to talk about stats and what they mean and all of this, Philip Rivers is number five in passing yards and touchdowns behind Tom Brady. Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Brett Favre. That's that's. I mean, that's that's a stone cold. That's. Set. I mean, that's that's crazy. Number five on that list. He's number twelve in all time quarterback rating. He's like number fourteen in. Was it like passing well, completions well, or something well, and, like and, that? And, and, how, and how many quarterbacks are in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I believe I heard there's only like his completion percentage is sixty four point nine in the Hall of Fame. I could be wrong on that. I heard that on the radio today. Another part of the Hall of Fame though is being compared against your peers at the time. Well, yeah. And if you list, if we make that list, who's at the bottom of it? Uh, Eli. Agree. Okay, so this is what I was just thinking of. Agree. I don't know. Eli's Eli's got two rings, but he's behind Philip in every category. He's behind Philip in every category. Compare. Super Bowls. One at a time. Except Super Bowls. But they like to see that hardware when they're talking yeah, about football. Of course they do. Like of course the they do, but we've already talked about that. The championships don't mean anything. And I mean, they, they do mean something, but they don't mean everything. Not know? only did Eli win twice, but you know who he beat in the Super Bowl twice? Tom Brady. The GOAT. All I'm saying... He beat maybe the best football team that ever was. You tell me right now. Look at his team around him. Look at the way that franchise was then. They're a far cry from the Giants of today, but they had a great defense and a killer running game, and some miraculous oh, plays. Oh, so happened. wait, did they go into the playoffs the catch? with a thirteen and three record? Did they go into the playoffs with a twelve and four record? They they had the they got did, hot at the right times. Did they go in with I'm eleven t- wins at any point? If that if that draft day trade never happens and Rivers stays on the Giants and Eli goes to the Chargers and cries oh, his think, whole career, you think Rivers would have got his? Super I think Bowls I think in, Rivers would have got two at least, sure. maybe three. And I think that Eli would have never gotten one, on. just like Rivers Hang didn't on. in San Diego. Hang on, I got a question. Why is that funny? Why is the idea that Rivers wouldn't have succeeded in a better environment? He well, had a better in a better environment. He had a better team most of the fucking time. What are you talking they about? They fired Marty Schottenheimer after going fourteen and two. And they what, never that was the only good year that they had? What kind of organization? LT, Antonio Gates, one of the best defenses in the league. They had a stacked-ass team. What are you that talking about? That was Marty Schottenheimer, and then they fired him for Norv Garbage-Ass Turner. Okay, <laughs> and then he didn't do shit. With a career-losing record, and they only went downhill after that. Norv. Okay, so Philip Rivers' success was predicated purely on Schottenheimer. Well, you know a bad coach will ruin you. So and he still played well, but the team was never the same. And every good weapon they got, they traded away. So our guest has something to offer. So interesting question. Who would you put above Eli and Ben Roethlisberger? Well, I mean, Drew. Well, no, I'm saying between better. the two, who do you think would be better? Roethlisberger. 
I've got Eli at the bottom of that group. But if you look at the stats, very comparable. I do think, I'm pretty sure uh, Roethlisberger passed him with whatever this season was, but I'm pretty sure he passed him in some of those stats. The, the intangible thing that Roethlisberger did is hard to put into the stats in terms True. of how clutch and... Okay, I'm, well, I mean, you're making a face, but I mean... Well, clutch, it, Eli won two MVPs. You want to talk about being on the benefit of a good team. You want to talk about being on the benefit of a good team. You want to talk about good defense. The Steelers. You want to talk about good defense. When's the last time they didn't make players. the fucking playoffs? This year after, what, 15, 20 years or some oh, shit? Okay, fair. Always a great defense, always... Playmakers on offense. Fair. Only recently have they been shot. Fair. Uh, he benefited from a great team his whole career. Okay, I will absolutely hear that. I just mean that none of this is so cut and dry when it comes to numbers versus what you saw with guys. Right. And I feel like EY is absolutely the weakest of the group. I agree. I would agree, but I would think Roethlisberger, I would put Rivers above both of them, is what I'm saying. I would say the bottom two. Well, that's a Raiders fan. Yeah. Yeah, he's always like Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers goes to the bottom. He's a Tar Heel fan. <laughs> he's not looking for reasons to love Philip. I I think that Philip Rivers game like recognized game man. You just hate true. Him. Yeah, I don't like him. Man, well, well he doesn't mean that he's not a Hall of Famer. I believe just like is. I don't like him. We're gonna find out. Doesn't mean that Cam wasn't good. Well, I tell you what, that was. Excellent. We'll put a bow on that. And uh, we didn't even talk about like the actual good quarterbacks. Well, because like. because you don't have to. <laughs> Everything speaks for itself. It's obviously Brady, Manning, Breeze, I mean, and then the other. It was one three. of the best eras of QBs in the yes. league. Yeah, for we were very privileged yeah. to be able to watch yeah. all those guys. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, we can agree on that. And so, a guy we didn't talk a lot about in that segment was Drew Breeze as the. Retired quarterback of the New Orleans Saints and the NFC South wide open uh, with Brady retiring, with Drew gone. Uh, Peyton gone. Pay- I'm sorry? That's a big Peyton's deal. Gone Sean, Payton. Sean, Sean Payton. Sean Payton gone, yes. So coaches and quarterbacks is what is what I meant to get to. and uh, Which can take us really into our segment about the NFC South. Yeah, so here's the thing. So hot take. You need to sign your name to who the starting quarterback and head coach is going to be for all four NFC South teams next year. And this coming year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you seem unfazed by the challenge? I mean, quarterback maybe is a question mark. Quarterback, well, there's only a couple spots that are kind of big. I mean, the Falcons, they're not going to change much. You they, might think... trade, they might get rid of Matt Ryan. There's talks about trades. There. But the thing is, if they get rid of him, it's so much dead money on their fucking team. Like, what's the benefit unless you actually get a first-round pick or two? So the Falcons And nobody's going to be... trade that for Matt Ryan at so this the point Falcons, in his career. Well, okay, is there not a team out there in the AFC who would like to have Matt Ryan come up? I mean, maybe he winds up on the Broncos if... I was about to Roger, yeah, I, actually, I would yeah. happily take Matt right now, but do we already have, got too much money tied up. Do in they the have capital to trade for him? Or are they going to give up a first round pick for old ass Matt Ryan? Well, they're trying to get Aaron Rodgers. So, so they're going to right. Aaron Rodgers is is who's key to go there. But, from what most people but, are saying, but I mean, they're, they're going to put something. Of they're going to put something on the credit card if they think that they can do something. You can always push that term. contract back a few years and try to win now. 
And Broncos do have a decent deep now. I know they got rid of Von Miller, though. They weren't really that good this year. They're in a really tough division. I don't know why Rodgers would even want to go to the Broncos for that reason it because it, it is not like you got to get through Mahomes and a young Herbert. He's too fragile and to go over there. Derek Carr, who doesn't get enough attention, doesn't get enough credit as he deserves, but. but they do have good offensive weapons. Yeah, um, they do have a good defense. Like they have a good team. He could go there, and it would be a great. He would be a great either quarterback. Fit. They would be amazing. But let's come back to the to the question of the NFC South. So, if you have ideas about who you, I mean, if it's not much of a question to you who's where in the NFC South, then so you one think, more year the Falcons are going to run it back. Unfortunately, we're going to run it back one more fucking year. Well, you have to because you did not. We, yes, we, yeah, we play, no it's, it's the same reason the Falcons are going to do it because we put ourselves in a, position, in a position where we don't have a choice. We can't do anything different. Hopefully, we go. Well, we want to get into all that. I all agree right. with Dustin. Tampa Bay. Um, <laughs> our rare thing. Uh, Tampa Bay. He starts for Tampa at quarterback. You know, maybe, maybe they're in the market. <laughs> maybe they're in the market now for a fucking Aaron Rodgers. Well, for a fucking uh, Matty Ice. Well, I don't think the Packers are going to trade in the NFC. And Atlanta would not. Or a Russell, they, a do Russell they have Ryan. a choice? A so Russell sure Wilson. Russell Wilson is they're also about trying equally to leave, positioned yeah. in terms of well, where Rodgers is going to Well, from what I saw, go. they've all come to terms. But you know, shit changes between now and when the season starts. Oh, they'll say whatever's pretty. Yeah. yeah. And then who else? And then we got the Saints. The Saints are the only true mystery. Like, <laughs> what the fuck's going to happen there? I don't know. I think the Bucks are a bit more of a mystery than you might think. I think the Bucks are done for. A, uh, they put going, so much money. Well, I'm not talking about them. as far as their success. I'm just talking about what, what they're going to do. Yeah. Arians will still be there. Right. That's not going to change. Yes, they'll be seeking another quarterback. Um, I don't think they'll draft one because they're, even though they're kind of at the end of their resources, they still have maybe one more year at a legitimate shot with the team that that they have. If they can get any quarterback. Well, in that case, in that that case, who fits? I mean, who. I'm telling you, Gronkowski's not staying. Tom's going. Oh, no, with Tom gone? No. Gronk's going. And then, like, how many of these guys were like, they had spent all this money to build this team? For this window, kind of like the Rams have done right now, and they, I just don't see them being able to keep everybody around. The man, they're going to lose so much by the time for at least one more year. By the time next season rolls around, they're going to have lost so many free agents, man. The defense is going to be around for at least one more year. Yeah. They've got all those people signed already. I mean, yes, they'll lose Gronk probably, the, and obviously they've lost Tom, but they still have a lot of great players down there. But if I'm if I am part of that leadership, and I'm saying Tom's gone, Gronk's gone. You know, you're not. You couldn't get it done this year. So, what makes you think you're going to get further next year with lesser people in those spots? I feel like they need to start thinking about rebuilding, saving some money, and because that's a credit card bill they got to pay down there that they did to afford that arsenal. I guess it depends on who's available. Uh, Yeah, you know, is a is a you know premium quarterback. Gonna go down there and, and run it back one more time and, and give it another shot. I mean, if I, not, then yeah, maybe they should. I mean, I mean, some kind of joker, not, rebuild. some joker like Carson Wentz or some other person could wind up starting I down mean, there. Kirk Cousins might be on the move too. He's not great, but you like that? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't if he was on my team, but he's not a bad quarterback. Well, guys, we got a few more minutes for the season finale of Mike Up Sun, and I would just like to say that I really appreciate that Dustin had the idea to do this. Uh, the sound quality hasn't been amazing. We haven't been super consistent on doing it every week, um, but it was a great idea that he had, and his idea that he and Brandon would contrast with each other proved to be 
a great idea, in my opinion. And I think that I've uh, enjoyed calling balls and strikes and guiding the conversation. And I really appreciate Jared being part of our thing because he's a, one of our best friends. That, uh, but anyway, you guys don't have to get all sentimental, but just any any final thoughts on the Panthers and on, and on wrapping up uh, a, a season or doing a podcast. Fuck, we've never done this before. Who, who wants to go first? Me Jump ball. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been something I've thought about doing for a long time. I've been told we should do many, many times. So it's definitely been an experience. Uh, obviously, I feel like we can always learn and get better, but uh, I appreciate everyone that's listened to us, uh, being drunk idiots and arguing about football, even if you don't care about it. Shout out to all y'all. Much appreciated. Um, Dustin, uh, we, we disagree a lot on football topics, and I enjoy that. And, you know, that's what makes it entertaining, right? You know, makes the show. That's why it's a show. Two Panthers fans of, of, like, very different thoughts and beliefs on it. And, and, but it, I, I, even when we disagree, we both make pretty good points, I feel like, most of the time. So, I don't know. It's been uh, very interesting, and I, I look forward to doing it again and keeping it going. Um, even if you're not in North Carolina for some reason, we might be able to find a way to keep it going. Oh, we'll, we'll keep it going. We'll keep it going. It'll happen. Uh, who knows? I mean, we'll, uh, either way, I'll still like, chat with you guys and keep it going. I, I don't know what the hell is going to happen, but it's, we, we, we'll see. None of us do. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one last thing I will say. Um, the next time you hear from us will probably be right before the draft, maybe, I would guess. And I would just like to go on record now and say that if, if we do not draft an offensive lineman with our first round pick, the next podcast will be me screaming into the microphone just nonstop for 40 minutes. I won't even breathe. I'll just have a 40 minute scream. So, uh, thanks guys. Take care. And Dustin. Honestly, at this point, if we don't draft an lineman, I would, I'll be there with you screaming. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready for that? <laughs> I'm not ready to do another season of this if they don't if they don't deal with that. Because what are we, what the fuck we're gonna just redo? Well, this? I hate to tell you, Bushnell, but next season's gonna be pretty fucking rough, regardless of what we do. <laughs> so. Well, you know, people are like, oh well, you know, you guys might be better next year, and well, it looks bad. Next year's gonna be rough, but yes, uh, thank you guys both so much for doing this with me. I really appreciate it. Yes, it's been fun arguing with Brandon all season, and. <laughs> Thank you, Bushnell, for mediating and coming up with great ideas for segments and doing the behind-the-scenes work, editing, putting in sound, music, and everything. Really appreciate that. It's really been so much fun, and it's been just awesome doing this with you guys. Um, you know, unfortunately... The season turned out super shitty. We had it was way more fun in the beginning when it seemed like things were great. Huh? Oh, the first three weeks were awesome. Yeah, but then things went sour, which is fine. And you know, next year I'm sure it's gonna be pretty fucking shitty too. Yeah. But Panthers Raiders Super Bowl. Yeah, Panthers exactly. <laughs> so yes, Panthers Raiders Super Bowl is the dream every year. Jared, uh, who joined us, uh, thank you, Jared, for being our guest, yes. our only guest this season. Our only guest. We had to get one guest for y'all. Uh, I've been. <laughs> Really great friends with Jared for a long, long time, and every year we we say Panthers Raiders Super Bowl. It's the dream every year. So hopefully next year Panthers hey, Raiders. If that happens, Super Bowl. you guys ready to pay the price for them tickets? To just I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. Maybe not the price for the tickets. The but cheapest maybe ticket was four thousand like nine hundred dollars. That was nosebleeds. So well, that's in L.A. That's in L.A. So appropriately with no, us with us talking surprise. each other. Next year it's in Vegas. Oh God. 
So appropriately, <laughs> the tickets are cheap. You just gotta bring plenty of money to bet on every play. They're gonna have fucking things in the seats. So appropriately, with us as amateur podcasters talking over each other so much over the past year and so, we're gonna have the last word to Jared. Jared, say something about football, the NFL, the Cosmos. What you well, got? What I really want to say is thanks for having me, and I really wish I was here for more of the Cam Newton arguments. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> if you need, if you ever listen to the show, depends on what side you're on. I don't know if you're allowed back yet. <laughs> but no, thanks for having me, and hopefully, uh, Panthers Raiders Super Bowl in Vegas next year. That would be wild. And so we'll see you guys again to talk about the NFL draft. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Cheers, guys. Ice up, son. Ice up.